You're listening to the Be a Better Lawyer podcast with Dina Cataldo, episode 268. So how do high-achieving lawyers break through generations of being taught that we have to grind ourselves into the ground to get results for clients, build a successful business, and create a life we love? While law schools are busy teaching the rule of law, they're slacking on teaching us how to be a better human to create for ourselves the success we thought we'd achieve after law school. This podcast bridges the gap between law school and life. Hello, and welcome to a new episode. I hope you're doing well wherever you are in the world. I know that there are a lot of international people listening. So I just want to say thank you because I know that you have a lot of choices. And the fact that you're listening to this podcast really means a lot to me. And if you are learning a lot on this podcast and you just feel inspired to do so, I would ask that you share this podcast with a friend, whether it's by texting them or um, doing a social media post. And if you go on Instagram or LinkedIn, be sure to tag me on Instagram. I'm Dina.Cataldo and on LinkedIn, I'm Dina Cataldo. So I would love to just say hi to you and connect with you on those platforms if you want to share. All right, my friend, I want to ask you, are you playing it safe? Or are you living your most expansive life? Are you evolving? Are you changing into the person that you want to be? Chances are, if you're listening to this podcast, you want change, you want to evolve, you want to expand. But just in case you're new to this podcast and aren't sold on change, I want to ask you a question. Are you happy with where you are right now? I hope you are. Even if you are, though, do you want to change anything in your life? Do you want to feel more organized, more present, more connected? Do you want to grow your law practice or grow your ability to play bigger in your life and help more people? All of that requires evolution. It requires not playing it safe. It requires not living by default. Change can feel really hard, though, because playing it safe feels like the right thing to do because, well, it feels safe. Change can feel like you're looking down a cliff and someone is asking you to jump without a parachute. This theme comes up in my coaching practice with every single lawyer I work with. It comes up with myself, too. It's natural for humans to want to play it safe. It feels inherently safe when we don't expand. It feels like the easy thing to do. But we can confuse that feeling of easy with it being the right thing to do for us. The reason is our brain freezes when we want change, when we want something different than we have right now. Not because there's anything wrong with us or because we should be more grateful for what we have, you can be grateful for what you have and still have desires. In fact, I think those desires are important to connect with because they tell us where to move forward, what we need to do next in our life. The reason it's hard is because we haven't learned the mindset skills to observe the fears and the thoughts as separate from ourselves, as something we can overcome. Most people feel fear and they think they should stop, that they should wait, that there is a better time to take action, that their fears mean they can't do it. I used to think that, so I get it. Then I heard something that changed 
everything for me. And I'm going to share it with you. And I highly encourage that you adopt this in your life. It will make a huge difference for you. When we feel fear, it tells us the direction we need to move towards. Those desires we have tell us where we need to evolve, where we need to grow. Moving towards fear is probably the most difficult thing for humans to do, though. It goes against our primal brain's programming. When we feel fear, it revs up our nervous system and it feels horrible. That's our primal brain's warning system. It's saying, don't go that way because that way is change and change equals death, which logically you probably know is totally untrue, but it feels true. The programming is powerful. It's deep. It's so powerful that we're used to letting how we feel, that fear, determine what we're capable of and what our life looks like. We let that programming decide for us whether we're going to play it safe or live into a more expansive life where we're intentionally choosing our life. Coaching is the only thing that I have found that has helped me stop letting my body and my brain tell me what to do. It helps me see my thoughts and the feelings in my body as separate from me. Let me repeat that. Your thoughts and your feelings are separate from you. Then when I realize that, I can observe them and decide what I want to do next. I can intentionally create thoughts. I can intentionally take action, even if my primal brain and my nervous system are scared at first. Right? That's what coaching is about. It's about learning those tools to help there. Right? It helps me in every single area of my life, whether it's feeling overwhelmed and managing time or growing my business and feeling the natural fears that come from you know, expanding your networks, from putting yourself out there in bigger ways and possibly making a fool of yourself right, or saying something stupid. Like Those are the things we need to learn to manage. I want to tell you a couple stories about overcoming the primal brain's fear programming. Last week, I went on a trip with a really good friend of mine, and we went to visit his old barracks when he went to boot camp in the early 80s. He joined the Army when he was 17 years old, and he was determined to go. He asked for his dad's permission to let him join. My friend shared with me some of the challenges the Army threw at him and other new recruits when they went to boot camp. It was treacherous. He was scared all the time. He was afraid of the bus ride up to the barracks in the middle of the night. He was afraid of the drill sergeants immediately because they just start yelling at you from the get-go. He was afraid of the all-night exercises in the middle of the nearby forest and the middle-of-the-night wake-up calls where he had to be ready for anything. And of course he was scared. None of them really knew what they were getting themselves into. And the environment was designed to be scary. It was designed to activate their nervous system so they could practice and learn how to think clearly, even in the middle of a firefight in the dark where they can't see a thing. They literally shot live rounds over their heads in the middle of night exercise to simulate battle. That is what I call extreme coaching, my friend. Fortunately, we don't have to endure anything close to that when we want to change how we think and intentionally take action. We are in the safety of our offices, of our homes, but that doesn't mean that we don't feel scared. I'm always scared, but I don't make that fear mean I can't do something or that I'm not capable. 
I remember that the fear is there to show me where my growth is. It's showing me what I can get coaching on so I can go to the next level of this video game we're all playing in the world. It's showing me what I need to say out loud to you or to someone else. It's showing me where I haven't created a boundary. I see fear show up a lot in the lawyers who come to strategy sessions with me too. Their biggest fears are that they can't change or that they won't do the work, or that they aren't ready. They don't always tell me these words, though, because the brain is tricky. Sometimes these fears show up in different ways. They'll tell me something like, I'm not sure this is the right time, or I don't have time right now. Maybe I should wait and try working harder a while longer, and then I'll work with you and really hit the ground running. I actually had somebody tell me that. I should read more self-help books and try harder to stick on my stick to my calendar. They tell me these things because that's what they're used to doing. They're playing it safe. And that's okay if that's what you're intentionally choosing to do. But most of us say these things not knowing that we're making a choice or that we have a choice. We think it's the logical thing to say or do. The truth is there's never going to be a right time. And you will never have time. You will always have other obligations. You will always have other expenses. You will always have children who are in summer camp or school or winter vacation. You will always feel too busy to change. And your brain will always say, not now, later. It's very seductive that way. It happens to me too. And I have to watch it and I have to catch it. Our brains really tell us to do it later. And it's okay not to do it now. It makes you think that's the truth. But the truth is, it's something else entirely, right? It's keeping you from going after what you want. The truth is, if working harder hasn't worked by now, it's never going to work. You will always be pushing yourself to the brink or willpowering yourself into working harder, and you'll feel more behind than ever because it still hasn't worked. But that's what you're used to doing, so you'll just keep doing it. The truth is reading more books and powering yourself through may have worked in high school or law school to help you get an A. That all changes when we get out of school. Book learning gives you more information, but it doesn't teach you how to practice what's inside those self-help books. Willpowering yourself to follow or to make a calendar may work the first week or two, but it's not a long-term solution because you're willpowering yourself versus simply knowing and being able to have the will, not the willpower, but the strength, the will, the fortitude to keep moving forward. And as you're listening to this, you're probably recognizing the truth of what I'm saying. But you can only change if you're willing to move towards the fear and recognize that your primal brain is going to play tricks on you and you've got to be aware of those tricks. Otherwise, you'll just keep playing it safe and doing what it says to do. So here's what the, uh, the other story I wanted to share with you. My mom was watching my house when I was away on my trip and she is not used to being alone. She's used to having me here to take care of things. She feels really safe. And she told me that while I was away, she heard a loud crash in the middle of the night. She said it sounded like it was in the backyard. Mom told me that she froze and she did not want to get up. She was scared of what the noise might be, but she couldn't fall asleep after that. And she stayed in bed a while, but then she built up the courage to grab a flashlight and see what was happening back there. She peeked through the curtains, shined a light outside, and it turns out it was nothing. Probably a firecracker someone set off days after the 4th of July that 
a neighbor put off or something. But once she saw it was nothing, she was able to get back to sleep. And I was so proud of her because that was not her first reaction, right? A lot of us, we freeze when we're faced with something like that. And that was her first reaction to do nothing and hope things got better, that the thing causing the noise would go away, right? That's normal. That's human. But she knew what was in her better interest. She knew she needed to get up and check out the noise. And each of us need to do the same thing. Yes, our first instinct will be to freeze, to do nothing. That's okay. That's normal. But what we need to do is then take the first step, just the first step to make the change we've been wanting to make. Okay, we aren't trapped on a military base being yelled at and shot at by drill sergeants, thank God. So we need to connect with ourselves and we need to ask ourselves what we want. Are you hesitating on going after what you want or making the changes you know you need to make? Have you been putting them off? Good. That shows you where there's a bit of fear popping up. Then we need to decide to this gen- to just take one more step, just one to take action in that direction of the fear. That could be deciding to hire me. That could be looking at the numbers in your business. That could be raising your rates. You just need to move a single step in the direction of the thing that part of you is telling you is the right thing to do for you, but you've been hesitating on. It's okay if you're scared. Don't let that fear keep you playing small and settling for where you are when you know you have a desire to play bigger, to evolve, to grow, to help more people, to feel in control of your practice. You can do this. All it takes is the willingness to show up for yourself and take that one step, even when you don't feel like it, even if you feel scared. And if your one step is working with me, book a strategy session with me. On our call, we're going to lay the groundwork for what it will look like for us to work together to achieve your goals. You can book a call with me at dinacataldo.com forward slash strategy session. We only have one life on this planet, my friend. Decide to live it the way you choose to live it and not by default. Thank you for listening and I will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.